Job's not finished. Job finished? I don't think so. One year of podcasting. It's pretty crazy for me to even say, just sitting in this room and thinking, wow, a year ago, I was just sitting here and doing that first episode and here we are now. I'm not really big on milestones, how many followers, how many downloads, you hit X amount of downloads, but just a year of doing this. If you do a year for anything and you pick it up from scratch, I think you should pat yourself on the back. Definitely, you know, you pick up jump rope or playing the guitar, whatever. It's so hard. You go through so many ups and downs and so many things get in the way. You probably want to quit a million times or drop it and just move on to something else. But so for sure, if you're hitting that year milestone as well, that's definitely one milestone that I will always look back and just you deserve to pat yourself on the back, I feel. And thank you all, everyone that's been listening, you know, watching the video podcast, wherever you're listening from, Spotify, Apple, uh, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast from, people that follow the Instagram page, Jobs Not Finished Pod. It's just been so amazing, all the support and all the kind messages and words. Um, I hope you can continue to find value as we continue to do this podcast, but I genuinely do hope you found value in at least one episode throughout this past year. I know it's not been the most consistent year, in terms of the releases. And that's definitely something I want to touch on in this week's episode. But before I kind of jumped into all of that, I just wanted to take a second and say thank you sincerely from the bottom of my heart. I know it sounds cheesy, but thank you so much for listening to this podcast for the past year. And again, I hope you stay along for the ride as we move forward. But thank you again, guys. I really appreciate it. I believe I did an episode before that was titled Guide to Starting Your Own Podcast or something like that, Podcasting in 2021. Um... And I still do think a lot of that stuff is relevant in there. But now that I'm hitting that one year mark, I thought I'd do, or I thought I'd revisit this and kind of go over some of my biggest takeaways now that it has been a year of doing this. I know a year isn't the time where you're a master at something, you know, not even close to it in my personal experience, especially with podcasting. But there have been some things that I've picked up on that maybe if you're trying to do your own podcast or if you're early on and you're struggling, maybe this can help you out or show you that there is some normalcy to what you're experiencing so in front of me there's a piece of paper full transparency i kind of wrote down five points i sat here thinking um i was thinking about it for the past few days as well because i knew this episode was coming so i just wrote down five takeaways points or just things that i want to cover so just bear with me as i go through these i hope they make sense and again i hope they help you regardless of where you are on your journey with podcasting or if you're thinking about starting one if you have just recently started one um definitely not flawless in my approach so take this with a grain of salt, but I hope this does help you out a little bit along your journey. The first takeaway I want to go over is consistency is key. I know that's probably the most generic uh, takeaway that you hear across the board for everything you might be doing. That Hey, you know, stay consistent, stay consistent, stay consistent. But I can't stress that enough. When I was consistent, like just releasing an episode for two, three months in a row every week, this is a weekly podcast. That was the time where I saw myself getting really in the groove of, better at editing, better at framing this whole thing because I do a video podcast or so just framing and fixing up the camera, editing and post. And then also I was most comfortable with if I had a guest, I'm just speaking to them. And when I'm in the flow of doing one every week, I'm more comfortable in doing that. And then also, of course, as you're more consistent, the listeners will come back, your, your downloads will go up, more people will find you. I have had some times where I had to take two months off. I think I had two two-month breaks throughout this year just for personal reasons. And each time I came back, it's like starting from scratch. You know, if you had X amount of listeners, 
or if you were so comfortable with the editing and talking to someone, if you're doing an interview podcast, all of a sudden now when you're starting it back up after two months, you have to get those listeners back and you have to kind of get those, you know, shake off that rust and get those jitters out of you. Uh, you know, 99% of the time, I'm more nervous than the guest that's sitting in front of me when I'm doing this podcast. So just having to start over and kind of finding that process again, consistency is definitely key. I feel if I didn't have those breaks, of course, they were out of my control. But if you can control it and you can stay consistent, you're definitely going to see not only just the growth in the podcast, but you're going to see that you're getting better at recording, editing, posting, promoting, just everything across the board. I feel like you're going to get better as you stay consistent. The second thing I wanted to go over is that podcasting has been a lot harder than I expected. And I came into this knowing that this would be a challenge. I never said it would be easy. But even then, it was it's kind of blown me away on how much more challenging than it was than I was expecting. Just even I know I put it a little bit more on myself by making this a video podcast. But even that, like doing the editing through that, doing the editing for audio, just scheduling with guests while you got your work schedule and you're trying to balance your you know personal life, work life with all of that. It's just been a lot harder than I expected. But and that's one takeaway that definitely be prepared, even though if you feel like you got you're perfect at whatever niche you want to do your podcast in. You have the you have the equipment, you have the facility, you have the ability. You're good at editing and everything. Just be ready that any curveball can come in your schedule and your personal life that can just throw you off. And again, that affects consistency as well. But overall, that does hark back to man, this is a lot harder than I expected. Not that this is a cakewalk. If you're coming into it thinking it's a cakewalk, you're definitely going to be in for a surprise. But everything, you know, even coming up with the topics and doing the research and preparing or getting people on to get someone to do um, a kind of an interview format podcast. If that's your goal, it's a lot harder than you will expect. And there are definitely challenges that you're going to run into. You know, some person wants to do it this way or the other way, and you have to kind of adapt to that. But yeah, overall, I know I'm rambling a bit now, but this has been a lot more challenging and difficult than I initially expected when I started. This next point has been the most difficult for me across my journey so far. And that is just finding comfort. Now, what do I mean by that? For me, my podcast is a lot of, you know, kind of like an interview based podcast where I have someone on and I want to talk to them about what they're passionate about or what they're doing as a career. And for me, I'm not by trade someone that does things like that. Right. So when I get somebody in here, as I mentioned earlier, I'm more nervous than them. I'm pretty sure, you know, my heart's racing. And especially in my earlier episodes, I like thankfully they were through Zoom. But when the guest was talking, you can't see me. I'm probably sweating bullets. Right. I'm so nervous. I remember just, I'd listen back to those and I can see, you know, if you see yourself, you can see better than others. Like, I'm definitely nervous doing this. But still to this day, when I, when you press record, there's something about when you press that record button. When I'm coming into this podcast, I'm like, yo, I prepared. I know I'm going to talk about, I'm excited for this episode. And then as soon as you hit record, you're kind of like drawing blanks and you're nervous and just things like that. Just finding comfort. And for me, when I'm in that zone, I resort to, what I like to call corporate shizad, right? And that's when I listen back to a lot of episodes, I'm like, oh my God, why am I being corporate shizad right now? And that essentially is just how I behave at work. You know, if I'm talking to my manager, how I'm going to talk to my manager. It's extra professional, extra careful, extra like, you know, just mindful of what I'm saying. And that's not bad, but it just doesn't feel like I'm at my most comfortable and at my most me and genuine self. So most times when I'm talking to somebody at an interview and I'm getting nervous or I'm not finding that comfort, I revert back to, you know, corporate Shazad and I get through the interview as if I'm um, corporate Shazad. Now that's something that I've been working on a lot, especially on the solo episodes, trying more to find that comfort. And with mo most recent guests that I had on, 
on the podcast. I've definitely gone into it a mindset of, you know what, just have this as a general conversation based. Don't think about it too much. Just try to get, you know, the most you can out of them and have fun doing it. So if you're struggling with that as well, I, I don't have, you know, a lot of advice for that because I'm still struggling with it. I guess through consistency, we all will get better. But I just wanted to point that out because that is something that it's normal, I feel. You know, I struggle with it. If you're struggling with it, um, it's just tough, you know, especially if you're not doing, if you're doing an interview podcast and you're not really like a journalist or an interviewer by trade, props to you. You're definitely, we're doing our best, right? We want to get the knowledge we can out of these people and we want to share it with others. Um, and then at the same time, if you're not used to being in front of a camera or in front of a microphone and you're going out and doing this, you're doing your best. I feel like I'm doing my best. So we're going to get better as time goes on. But I just wanted to kind of point that out that that is something that I've struggled with, with finding that comfort. So if you're struggling with it, um, you know, I hope you find some kind of comfort in it. That it is normal. People go through it, especially if we're not doing this by trade. To quickly follow up on that point is my next takeaway is that even after a year, I am still having fun. Regardless of how challenging it might be to come up with a topic or how challenging it might be when you're editing and, you know, you're working 12 hours a day and then you have to log off and edit. It's a challenge coming out, especially you have a different office for the podcast. If you're not recording at home, doing that commute on top of your normal commute, yada, yada, yada. It is challenging, right? But I'm still having fun. When I put that product out there, the feedback I get, even if I don't get feedback, just seeing it out there and saying, all right, I hope someone finds value in this. I'm proud of the, the, the progress we're making and the product we're putting out. I hope I'm being a beneficial person in society, right, by doing this. But overall, even aside from that, in my research and in my conversations with people that sit across from me, I'm learning every day, every single time I'm doing an episode, I'm learning either more about myself, more about them, more about a specific field or a specific trade or passion. And that's amazing, honestly. So that's kind of why I started doing this. I wanted to learn more about myself, what I'm interested in, what other people are interested in, so we can help people that might be confused about that because I'm confused about that. But overall, yeah, I'm still having fun. I love doing this. Um, I'm really happy that I started. So overall, a year later, through all the roadblocks and you know ups and downs that I've talked about earlier, I am still having fun. So I hope you are too. If you're hitting that year mark or if you're even 10 years in, I hope you're enjoying it. And I'm sure if you're 10 years in, you're definitely enjoying it. You're still going, right? Why else would you be doing it? But yeah, just for those that might be nervous, you know, might be early on and it's tough. I'm a year in, I'm still having fun. So I hope that does kind of give you some kind of comfort that, you know, it does get better. Now, the last point, a whole entire year later, something I think I talked about in the first episode and then definitely talked about in the episode about podcasting in 2021 is I would recommend this to anybody. And I know you probably hear this thinking, I can't start one. Why would I do this? Why would I do a podcast? I thought the same thing. Listen, there are so many niche fields out there that no matter what you're into, there's going to be, there are going, there's going to be a group of people that are interested in that or that want to learn more about that or don't want to hear about that. Trust me. I did an episode about Britney's gram. So I talk about it better on that episode if you do want a full breakdown, but literally any podcast can start a movement, right? This podcast, the Britney's gram one was about looking at Britney Spears's Instagram and just breaking it down as friends, right? They were joking. They said it was for friends or family just to get a laugh about it. Every Instagram post she was doing, just kind of writing about it. Now, slowly that podcast I believe they got someone reached out to them about the whole conservatorship. And again, you can definitely learn more about it in the episode I did or just by looking up Britney's gram. But that whole thing started the whole, you know, free Britney movement or played a large part in that free Britney movement where people were like, is she, is her mental health being affected or is her life personally being affected by this conservatorship? Now, again, the podcast started as looking at her Instagram page and just 
talking about her Instagram post. Just a random, not a random celebrity, a big celebrity. Just these people finding a celebrity, maybe they loved her, and just going over her Instagram post. Again, if you're thinking, what am I going to do a podcast about? These people, they did it on Britney Spears' Instagram page. So if you're passionate about something, if you enjoy something, whether it's a TV show, whether it's uh, your passion, or whether it's your job, or whatever it is, and you're interested in doing a podcast, I would definitely say don't hold yourself back. I would recommend this to anybody. You're going to find that niche and those group of people that are interested in it that are going to come back and want to learn more and continue growing. And honestly, you never know where it's going to go. You can spark a movement or you can blow up. You can be the next Joe Rogan, whatever it is. Um, obviously, don't go into it thinking that. Go into it. Just have fun. Talk about what you know. Talk about what you like talking about. Have fun. Continue growing. Continue learning. And then everything else will come after. Jump into it. I hope you're hitting your year soon or if you're already doing it, and you're past the year, congrats to you. But guys, thank you so much again for one year of podcasting. The people that have stayed with us from the beginning to the end, it's been a tough year, but it's also been a great year, honestly, because of this. So I really appreciate you for listening. I hope you, if you're not already subscribed or following the podcast, I hope you do. And I hope you find value in the things we post on there, whether on YouTube or Instagram. But regardless of all that, thank you guys so much. Thank you guys for a year of supporting the podcast. And, you know, I'm looking forward to the next 100 years. So let's keep it going. And until then, take care, guys.